I've been spending more time on Facebook lately, which I don't recommend anybody do, but I did see this amazing question and thread that came up where our friend Christina asked, thoughts on a complete remodel having a disclaimer instead of a property disclosure? And you can see there were a number of comments and comments to comments, and even I participated in this because I love this subject, and we generated a whole bunch of discussion and a lot of thoughts about it, and I just knew you needed my definitive guide on how to get sued over property disclosures. No, mm, that's not it. Property disclaimers. This is a hot topic in the Oklahoma real estate industry, especially amongst you real estate pros. We hate to see them, but so many love to use them. And we're going to talk about today exactly when you can use it, when you shouldn't use it, and kind of what the risks are. We're going to go through three examples that are going to get you exactly what you need to know about disclaimers and some of the weird application of when to use disclaimers. And we're also going to talk about what's at risk and how to protect yourself so that you and your clients don't get sued. And again, this is just my opinion. Look, I'm not your lawyer. I'm just a lawyer. So please don't consider this legal advice. Look, I've got the law pulled up right here on OSCN, and this is what it says about using property disclaimers. First of all, we know that a seller has to provide something to the buyer, and it has to be done before that buyer accepts an offer. That's either provide a disclosure or a disclaimer or in certain limited circumstances, an exemption. And a disclaimer can only be provided if two things have to happen. The seller has never occupied the property and they have no actual knowledge. Never occupied, no actual knowledge. So let's talk about some examples where you may think that it would apply, but under the strict language of that statute, it doesn't apply. First one. All right, listen, I bought a house. I'm going to flip it. The house is ratted out, needs some help. It needs a complete remodel. So I spent $70,000 remodeling this property, but I've never lived in it, never occupied it. Do I have to do a disclosure or a disclaimer? Well, again, what does the law say? Well, I've never occupied the property. I should be good, right? But let me ask you this. What do you think? If I spent $70,000 remodeling that property, do you think I have any actual knowledge of any defects that would have to be disclosed on that form? Mm, yeah, my opinion you do, and this is that scenario where we see it most often, but there's a lot of stuff you do know about. In fact, you probably know if like the oven is working. All right, what about this? I lived in my parents' house through college. Um, I didn't actually, but once I graduated college in 1979, I moved out. I didn't actually graduate in 1979. Now I've inherited the property. My parents, God rest their soul, they passed away. They haven't yet. Now I own the house and I have to sell it. So what do you think? Hmm, well, what does the law say? I've never occupied the property. Oh shoot, I did, I technically did. So in that circumstance, the law would say, you actually have to do a disclosure, not a disclaimer. Last scenario, my parents have lived in their house for 30 years. I've never occupied it, never lived there. But I know that last summer they had to have the roof repaired and I actually know they had to replace the water line through the backyard. They passed away, I've inherited it. Do we have to do a disclosure statement? I've never occupied it. First step of the law, I'm good to go. But what about the second one? 
no actual knowledge of any defects. I know about some defects because I visited my parents regularly like a good son because I am. And so I know about the defects. So in that circumstance, what does the law say? Even though I've never occupied it, I still have actual knowledge of defects. So I should be using a disclosure form, not a disclaimer form. So when would you ever use a disclosure form? Well, I'll give you one example. Perhaps I inherited a property from a long lost uncle that I don't really know, but I inherited that property. I know literally nothing about it and I wanna sell it. Well, in that case, I've never occupied it. I don't know anything about the property. I just wanna sell it and be done with it. I can probably use a disclaimer form on that one instead of a disclosure form. I have to have no actual knowledge of any defects and never occupied it. So what's really the liability here? The failure of the seller to disclose a defect that was actually known to them prior to the acceptance of an offer, that's going to expose them to liability. And you as a real estate professional, if you have actual knowledge of any defect that wasn't disclosed, then you can be actually liable. Here's the question though. What if you encourage them to do the disclosure, but they just absolutely refuse and they're doing the disclaimer. You don't have any actual knowledge of any defects. In that circumstance, I think you're probably gonna be okay. But what you don't wanna do is encourage them to use a disclaimer form when you really should be encouraging them to use a disclosure form. At the end of the day, it's gonna be their decision. You're responsible for disclosing anything you know about, but make sure you guide them on the right path because what's at stake here? Actual damages. If you get sued under the Property Disclosure Act or if your client gets sued, they can be liable for the actual damages, including the cost of repairing the defect in the property, which could be really, really expensive. And this means that, look, if you had knowledge of it and you did the disclaimer form instead of the disclosure form, man, that means every defect you could be liable for. Because here's the deal, you can be protected, it's easy. I'm gonna give you this one simple thing to have complete protection under the law and that's use a disclosure form because the law says that the seller is not liable for a defect or other condition that was disclosed in the disclosure statement. And you're not liable if you disclosed it wrong because you didn't know. If you said there wasn't a defect in something and you had no actual knowledge and it turns out there was a defect there, you are still protected because you didn't know. Here's the question, disclosure or disclaimer statement, I'm going to push people to use that disclosure statement any chance I get because it adds a measure of protection. Whereas using that disclaimer statement, unless you absolutely fit within that category of never occupied it, absolutely no idea of any defects, by golly, you better be using that disclosure form. And listen, I know some lawyers out there who are more than willing to file these lawsuits against a seller and their agent if something was not disclosed correctly. So don't be a defendant in one of those cases Use the disclosure form when you're supposed to, and that's gonna protect you, it's gonna protect your client, and it's gonna protect that buyer as well. Now listen, I want you to do something else. I want you to head on over to rpro.academy, sign up for our email newsletter. We're gonna send you the rpro transaction checklist. This is gonna help you navigate all the transaction deadlines. You can share it with your client. It's a really nice little checklist that simplifies the contract and the transaction and those deadlines and milestones. So please go check that out. And while you're at it, you're gonna get some things from us as well on down the road, like some discount codes for our classes. We've got some great online continuing education that is there and 
More is coming every single week. So be on the lookout. Sign up for our list at rpro.academy. You're going to get that free transaction list. You're going to get discount codes and a lot of other great educational information, kind of like these videos, but even more stuff that is going to help you stay compliant. It's going to help keep your business on the straight and narrow so you can go out and be the best real estate pro you can be. And we'll see you next time right here on the R Pro Show.